Welcome to Geek Exploration, Gone Geek Explorin', where we don't have time to come up with something clever because we're about to go see Batman and we are running late. Yes. I'm John Williams. And I'm Ben Robinson. Yeah, this movie starts in like two minutes. So, John, did you see this in the theaters when you were a kid? I did. It was the first PG-13 movie I saw in the theaters when I was uh, six years old, and it holds a very special place in my heart. Um, it is uh, May 4th, free comic book day. I just got done at a show, and we decided on a whim to run out to the theater in our hometown to come see some Batman. How do you feel about this, Ben? I'm stoked. Like, this is a good movie. I, I probably haven't seen it in five or six years How yet again. How do you do that? Jeez. I, I don't watch that many movies. I don't get to see new ones, much less watch rewatch the old ones. Oh, man. So uh, I'm excited to see it in the theaters. Me too. I, I want to see that Batmobile all giant. Oh, it's so good. I uh, I left the kid at home for this one. I don't think she's quite ready for this. I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna take her to see uh, Batman Forever next week. Yeah, it's a little bit more kid friendly. It gets a little sillier. Yeah, yeah, it's a little more her pace. Um, all right, folks, we will be back with our impressions after we see the movie. Bye. Later. All right, so let's see. We are now in my car, so it should sound significantly less echoey. Yep, and we've been thoroughly Batman. Yeah, we saw Batman. Um, we made it just in time. Uh, we got in there and found some seats, and I was going to go get popcorn, and thank goodness I decided against it because, boy, I turned around and I got back in just in time to see that Warner Brothers logo. <laughs> yeah, the movie started like right as you got back to the aisle. Like, mm-hmm. Shit. And I did not want to miss that beginning. I, I remember that opening credits scene with, uh, you know, the tracking through the Batmobile um, from childhood. I, I Every time I watch the movie, I remember seeing it in the theaters for the first time and doing that whole, like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I was doing exactly that. I was like, wait a minute. What, what did this? How did this start? It's been a while since I've seen this. That, it's got to be something Batman-y related. It's yeah. got uh, some hard edges and some little rough areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, similar to the Superman movie, during that, I, I didn't really get to, to enjoy that opening credit sequence because we had some motherfuckers talking at, like, full fucking volume. It wasn't even like the Superman people where they were just whispering loudly. Like, these people were just talking. Yeah, I only heard them, like maybe half a dozen times periodically through the movie. I didn't hear him when you said that you heard them and you were going to move because fuck that. Uh, they do not, they did not ruin my movie experience at all. Yeah. The opening of the movie coming out of the, uh, the opening theme and the opening credits, um, there's that street scene and those people were just straight up talking. I kept looking back, you know, I wish I had just a, just a little more chutzpah so I could stand up and tell them to shut up, but I just don't have that in me. I don't. I don't have that confrontational spirit. Um, even though they they should, they should shut the hell up. What the fuck are people doing? Why? Well, probably maybe they figure everyone here has seen this movie, so I can talk all I want. Because I'm a entitled dick sack. Yeah. So I decided to move ahead a few seats or a few rows. And that was it. I think I heard somebody talking once or twice uh, throughout the rest of the movie, and it was great. I went and got some popcorn and a slow part. But yeah, so we were talking about how coming out of this, I mean, there's too much to unpack as far as like analyzing the movie. It feels weird looking at you while I'm talking. I know, it is weird seeing your your voice go with your mouth. (laughs) Yeah. uh, (laughs) 
normally, folks, dear listeners, we've got a wall between us, so we don't see each other when we're talking. We hear each other through our headphones, but um, we are both sitting in my car, and I'm kind of purposely not looking at him. Don't make eye contact. It's weird now. But we decided that uh, since there is so much to unpack in this movie, we're just going to talk about the theater-going experience and make an episode out of Batman movies in general. Yeah, there's plenty to talk about there. Yeah. So, Ben, what did you love about seeing this movie in the theaters? Just the, the, you know, the scale of it. it, You know, it didn't have, uh, I think it was this before, like, super surround sounds. I mean, the sound was nice because it was big, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't uh, wasn't exceptionally nice. But being in a dark theater, because there's a lot of dark parts in that movie. And so being able to uh, not have other lights and shit going on so you can actually appreciate all the little details and stuff. Uh, and I, I just absolutely love the aesthetic of that movie. I love the way they make Gotham look. Yeah, yeah. Anton first and his uh, his uh, production design really created a unique world. It, uh, yeah, I've I've always loved the production design on that. But to your point about the darkness, one scene that stood out to me was um, when he's first revealed as Joker when he goes into Grissom's place and and shoots him. But he's standing back in the shadows, and I remember having the uh, the Batman trading cards when I was a kid, and it was there. There was a card of that where he's in the shadows, and you can barely see like a faint Joker face there, and you're like, oh, that's fucking creepy. But when I watch it normally, you know, you don't really see anything. You just see the silhouette, and seeing it in the darkness there, like yeah, you, you see you the see just face a, sticking a, there. Yeah, a little bit of a face coming through. Man, exactly. that it was cool. creepy. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, one one thing that uh, that I love about seeing these uh, these movies, these Fathom events events, is the stuff that you that you don't notice either because it's on TV or it's something that you've seen so many times that you don't pay attention mm-hmm. to. So, like when I saw Princess Bride, I saw a whole bunch more. You see more of the performance. You see a lot more of the subtleties in their faces. And yeah. um, it's huge. Yeah, and in the background, like at one point, there was like Deacon's Service Company, which I imagine is going to uh, cinematographer Roger Deacon's. Um, shit, uh, like Bob's scars that he has on his face. I never noticed Bob had scars on his face. Oh yeah, he totally had a couple yeah. big ass ones. Yeah, that, that that's really weird that I've never noticed that. Um, little little smiles and subtle. Uh, looks that Bruce or or uh, or Joker give. Did they did they re- I imagine they remastered this at some point before it was released, or is that because it didn't look like they did a whole lot? If they did, yeah, it definitely it certainly looked better than it ever did on my TV with a VHS player. I, <laughs> um, I know it. I mean, it didn't look like it went through the same restoration process as like Superman did, but it looked good. Yeah, it looked really good. The, the only the only time I saw some effects that looked a little cheesy was the uh like when at the very beginning when he's on top of the building and he kind of like you know you see him like in you see the top down view of batman and he kind of turns around and like it was just really obviously and poorly animated oh oh geez like, oh right yeah that, very, that that shadow that goes yeah. in there oh yeah absolutely and then uh joker when he's falling yep like yep. just the like man did they get like someone's six-year-old kid to animate this like it looks like at first it looks okay and then like you see it goes from like what may have been a like an actual photo yeah. of him to a drawing and it just it looks it's like you're like whoa yeah what it looks the fuck choppy his face <laughs> it, it looks yeah it does look like it was drawn out of crayon yeah, like, like, like kind of like chunky really bad um and 
one one scene that uh, that stood out to me in this, even though it, it never does when I'm at home, really. But I, I guess some people have called it out, and uh, and so I, I was looking for it this time. Was when the uh, when Joker shoots down the Batwing. Yeah, and it's skidding through the streets. How it's clearly like miniatures. Oh, it's totally yeah. They're like Hot Wheels on either side of the yeah, street. Yeah, yeah. And it I've, looks good, I've heard I've heard people talk about like the way it was shot. I don't know if it was a frame rate thing or if it was, if it was an aspect ratio that could have been different that would have made it look more realistic. I don't know for sure. Oh, I mean, it was clearly there was a few scenes where it was clearly miniatures. Yeah, and uh, I have no problem with that because I, I bitch constantly about CGI, so mm-hmm. I better be okay with miniatures. Well, and the, and those uh, I mean I've. I've seen, uh, I've watched all the like behind the scenes documentaries and shit on this movie that they that they have on the Blu-rays, and they're fucking fantastic. You should watch those if if you like that sort of thing. Um, I love seeing how how the movies are made. Yeah, but there are you know the the uh, the matte paintings. That, yeah. that Anton first and his team did. So we're, we're like, of them. Yeah, there's like there's like a building up to a certain point. Yeah, just a facade, and then it's a matte painting behind it, and they they stand out a little more if you're looking for them and you're watching it in the theaters. But um, well, I, yeah, and you can tell. But I mean, it's uh, I I don't know if that's better or worse than I mean, like it's like, even with like Avengers Endgame where they show like Wakanda, and it's like okay, that's clearly all like it doesn't look real. Yeah, it doesn't look any more real than that did. It looks different, fake. Yeah, yeah, but it, none of it looks real. True story. Everything's clean and shiny, whereas in this, everything's kind of, you know, gritty and grimy, which is what Gotham would look like yeah. anyway. Well, yeah, and those those faraway shots of the whole city at night, like, it, it just looks, it looks, ugh, I hate to use the term because it, it you know, it's the easy, the easy pun or whatever, but it looks gothic. Oh, it does, and yeah. It, and it looks it's got dark like that, and that old. Art deco gothic yeah. look to it, and... and which is totally where they got the aesthetic for the Batman animated series. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Dearly, but I mean, it just uh, it all it was fucking rad. And seeing the Batmobile um, in full scale was awesome. Yeah, that thing's fucking rad. I want one so bad. Yeah, that, that's what I tell people I'd do if I won the lottery. And somebody got on my case once about it. Like, really? That's what you would do? Like, what the fuck? Like, I've got I've got millions of dollars. Of course, I would get a fucking Batmobile. Yeah, what's it gonna cost you? Like. 80,000 bucks maybe yeah, to get someone to take a, like an old Corvette or some shit and make it turn it into a Batmobile. Yeah. I maybe a hundred. I remember back when my dad had a Corvette. I was, uh, and it was, uh, it was what, like an 83 or something. So yeah, it had those swoops on the front. Stingray, I was like, oh, yeah. one day I will turn that into a Batmobile. What do you ever do with that thing? He sold it. One thing I loved seeing on the big screen was the suit. Yeah, because like, the, the like, suit is rad, but it's—I mean—it's so ridiculously impractical. But it's—it's yes. it's a cool-looking suit as long as he doesn't have to like periscope around. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny. I was telling somebody at the at the comic shop earlier that I was going to see Batman, and that's what he did. He did that little like move your whole body and move yeah. your head thing. But I mean, there's there's a couple times where you see the seams under the arms. But other than other than that, like that suit is so fucking badass the gloves and the boots and the belt and the way the uh the cape is attached to it and the body armor looks good and like even the legs like it's so subtle but you, you don't see nearly as much on the tv and seeing it on the big screen just cemented it like when i draw my own my own version of batman the i always he always has those gloves and those boots something similar for the belt but then the uh the the cape attachment is always right out of the movie like i love it in fact there's this uh there's a book that's going to come out called uh i don't know batman something by somebody yeah jeff johns and jason <laughs> fabok 
And Jason Fabok is totally using the uh, the 89 suit as his inspiration. So it's cool seeing that happen again. Something about like the three Jokers or something. It's it's going to, hopefully it'll be good. But yeah, the, uh, the only thing on that suit that's kind of funky is the cowl. Yeah. And uh, just because it's so thick necked because they, you know, it's solid rubber and he had to like get it over his head. Yeah. So it looks kind of funny because it's just got this like freaking bodybuilder fucking neck on that thing. That's so funny because as a kid and even now that never stood out to me. Like it never bothered me at all, but it, it is, it is funny to watch him and Val Kilmer move, move their, move their whole body around. It's like a RoboCop sort of thing too. And I really appreciated that he didn't have a stupid Batman voice. Yeah. He's, he, he has a very, uh, quiet, cool, like he's, yeah, he's not, it's, it's subtle. Yeah. But it's still dark and serious. Yeah. One thing that stood out to me seeing it in the theaters, and I don't know if this is because I'm doing a lot more of this for work these days, but the sound, it was, yeah, it issues. And I don't know. Well, yeah, there's stuff that was like clearly overdubbed. Yeah, that the ADR. did not look, that did not sound, it just sounded off. I don't know if, I don't know what it was. Well, like all of Eckhart's. Yeah, yes, speech. exactly. Yeah, like, this, like, this doesn't sound right. Well, the problem for me is that he's got a cigar in his mouth in that, in that first scene when he's talking to Knox. He's got a cigar in his teeth and he's just going, blah, blah, blah. I'm talking normal. And, you know, that it's it, it stood out. Maybe that's why they re-recorded it. Like, we really want a cigar in your mouth, but this sounds like shit. So we need you to come <laughs> in and record some, you know, record it on post, man, and, and get it in there. That's the dude that we talked about um, before when we were talking Indiana Jones. That's the guy that was in Raiders of the Lost Ark, and he was Porkins in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. He was in Superman 4. Yeah, totally. And there were a lot of times, going back to sound, where... where the sound just like after someone says something it would just drop out it would just yes. cut out and and i was like ooh, ooh, and it was yeah. so and it was like studio crisp and clear like they're on the street and there's like the i don't know it just didn't seem to mesh with the environment that was there yeah and i've i've even i've been having some issues with that at work like i've i was taking some voiceover and having to make it fit into an old movie from the 40s shit's not easy and I, I, I kept running into that problem. People were saying, uh, it sounds too clean. It sounds too crisp. I'm like, ah, what do you want me to do? I'm like, hold a tin can next to their mouth yeah, while no they shit. talk or some shit. Well, I finally took this recorder and did what we're doing here. I didn't use a microphone at all and put it a little ways away. And then I, and then I was able to add the proper filters. But yeah, the sound was not fantastic. But the music was great. I loved hearing the music. Oh, Danny Elfman fucking man. That, that is the Batman theme for me mm-hmm. and always will be. Well, I don't know. The one from the animated show might be my forever Batman theme, but it's... it's that was also Danny Elfman. Yeah, and it was directly, yeah. you know, birthed out of this yeah, original it was, score. It, yeah, it was derived from this. And then Shirley Walker did the second one that's also good. But, yeah, I am very, very super glad that... Actually, I guess more than anything, I'm glad that all the other people that were at the sketch event that I was doing today packed up earlier than me. Well, you're, you're at Free Comics Day. I imagine you go, hey, Batman's being reissued one day only in mm-hmm. the theater. I can't imagine very many people that are going to be like, well, that's stupid reason to leave. Yeah. You know, if business was going really well, I, I would have I stayed at the show. But 
I mean, and it went well before that, so it, it made it all the better that that it had slowed down and that other creators were leaving. So I was like, all right, I'm out. I get to go see Batman. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy to have done that. There were there are some moments where there were some some parts like the uh, the opening credits and certain just certain lines and like the whole Batmobile blowing up axis where. I remember, whenever I watch that movie, I remember it from the theaters, the first time I saw it. And it was cool to relive that. So did your mom go with you when you first saw it? No, it was me and my buddy Ryan Snyder and my sister and her friend Mandy. And I'm really shocked that I remember all of that. And and I remember at one point Ryan, who was a couple years older than me, so he was probably eight. Um, he turned to either my sister or her friend and he's like, Hey babe, give me some popcorn. I was like, Oh, that's so, that's so great. <laughs> my sister was six years older than me. Oh shit. So she, and her birthday had happened by then. So she was 13 and then she had her six year old brother there and his friend and her friend. Cause I, I imagine there's some parts of that movie that your mom would not have appreciated. No. In fact, I, <laughs> watching that, I was, I was very happy. I didn't bring the kid with me like that. That would have been way too intense. The, the joy buzzer scene. Oh yeah. That's one of the things I remember from seeing in the theater when I was a kid was being yeah. like, Holy fried yeah. the fuck out of that guy. That was crazy. He was smoking. He's, just a, like a charred yeah, skeleton. Yeah, like, that's gruesome. Yeah, and that's yeah. A, that was in a Batman movie in 1989. Um, I, I'd forgotten how many uh, machine guns Batman had equipped to his uh, vehicles. Oh yeah, it's it's <laughs> funny when when the when the Affleck Batman came out um, in in Batman v Superman. He's mowing people down. People are like, look at he he's just he's just an older version of Michael Keaton Batman. Like that guy had machine guns. He was blowing people up. Yeah, yeah. Like in the the chemical plant scene. Yeah. Like it. All of those people died. Yeah. And all the. Like, I mean, there was probably fifteen people in there that were shooting at him. They're all dead. Yeah. Every single one of them. Good. Fuck him. Then he threw that guy down the bell tower and mm-hmm. fully intended on throwing Joker off. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So next up is Batman Returns. Are you gonna see that in the theater? That's on Monday. Maybe. I was um, thinking about going to El Dorado Hills at 7 if I, I can make it work. I didn't like that one as much, but that's a good movie still. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably, I might go see that. I told myself initially that I could skip that one. I wanted to see the first, and then I wanted to take the kid to forever because she could handle that. And um, that, that would be much more her pace. Not a good movie. Well, it's not. I, it's not as. It's not. It's not as bad as Batman and Robin. It's true. Yeah, it's, it's got that going for it. It's not. It's not the worst Batman movie. And I. I really <laughs> like. I. I have a very strong memory of when I saw Forever in the theaters. Same theater I saw the the first one in. And me and my pops went to McDonald's before that, and I ended up with a couple of the the mugs that that went with it for the promotion for that movie. So I would like to, you know, and watching this movie. It made me think like I do want to see Returns in the theater just because just for the experience again because why not I like the movie enough I I won't see Batman and Robin in the theater I don't need to do that oh no fuck no but I I think I do want to go see Returns as long as I can make it work with uh with the kids mom because she's definitely not gonna not gonna take well to Returns there's it's, another charred corpse but then there's just Penguin he's fucking gruesome even Catwoman's transformation yeah creepy and like eating shit and getting it all over himself it's just, yeah. it's, just it's really it's dark and just kind of it's very it's much more Tim Burton-y yes way more Tim Burton-y yeah 
too Tim Burton-y. Yeah, it's it's a Tim Burton movie more than it's a Batman movie. Um, okay, so uh, any any final thoughts on your theater going experience with uh, with Batman 1989? A solid way to spend a Saturday afternoon. Fuck yeah! We'll do it again in 30 years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll record a uh, hyper turbo cast, whatever they're yeah, called what, back then. Whatever they're doing or, in, you know. 2049? Weird. The future. Yeah. I hope I make it. Um, all right. Oh, shit. I wonder how many times I was peeking. Blah. Oh, fuck. Well, hopefully it's not We'll terrible. fix it in post. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's, it's only so much you can do with the distortion. Um, okay. Oh, fuck. Um, thank you very much, folks. Uh, do we do the whole I think so. outro thing? Um, Follow us on social media. Email us at all the normal places. We probably had a theme song of some variety. Oh, it's yeah. probably Faster Does It. Yeah, it's by, definitely. Uh, yeah. Kevin McLeod up in Compotech.com. Yes. Till next time. You are my number one guy. Okay. Bye.